Hello and welcome to Last Jedi on the Left podcast. I'm your host, Aaron. Uh, this is another shorter episode that I'm doing uh, with the film of the week. This is the newest film from directors John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein. And it's an adaptation of the recently resurgent tabletop game, uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Subtitled Honor Amongst Thieves, I think this, along with the any sort of knowledge you've got of the duo's previous films, will probably give you sort of just an idea of what you can expect from this film. Uh, so they they previously done uh, I think the underseen and underrated game night. Uh, so that's one with uh, Jason Bateman and Rachel McAdams, where they play as a couple. They are acting as a couple who are going around to friends to sort of play some board games and that kind of thing. And uh, yeah, I think that one's a, a pretty good film that um, was perhaps a little bit underrated. They also were two writers on. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, which is the first of the Tom Holland Marvel Cinematic Universe Spider-Man films, and also uh, 2011's Horrible Bosses. So a decent enough sort of background for them, for like a comedy-centric pair. Uh, on this one, they've, they've taken Dungeons & Dragons, which I think is probably a game sort of more associated with uh, 1980s culture, and in particular sort of a stereotypical sort of nerd who'd who be playing it in with his friends or with their friends and uh, you know sort of a very insular sort of character shall we say um, but I think in recent years things like uh, Stranger Things and in particular the, the web series Critical Role have definitely kind of brought Dungeons and Dragons back to the masses as such it's made it I don't want to say cooler but it's made it a little bit more accessible for people to understand this the, the game uh, I think that the 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 game itself has not been without its issues, without adaptations. Uh, there was an animated series in the 1980s that was uh, infamously cancelled before production had even finished. So I believe that the characters ended up in in a sort of cliffhanger limbo, effectively, where they've never it's never been resolved whatever happened to them. Um, and then following that, there was a trilogy of films in the early 2000s. Um, I've not seen those, but the word around them is that they are really bad and get worse as well um there are jeremy irons infamous in the first one so this one uh this one's got a pretty decent cast i think to be fair it's got chris pine and michelle rodriguez they're the sort of central heroes pine plays a bard character and rodriguez is the muscle effectively his sort of you know the person who looks after him uh they're joined by bridgerton's uh, reggae john page uh, Detective Pikachu's Justice Smith and it's Sophia Lillis, talking back to you know the sort of revival of 1980s culture. Uh, there's also a fantastic sort of scenery chewing uh, role coming from Hugh Grant. Uh, Pine is the sort of the main focus, though. Whilst you know all, all the characters get their own time, Pine is still the one that we spend. His is the central plot, and. It sort of made me realise that I just always seem to quite like Chris Pine, um, even if he's doing a film that I don't think works as well. Looking particularly at a couple of recent ones, Don't Worry Darling and Wonder Woman 84. Um, but I still find him enjoyable to watch. I still think he's doing good work in those films. Um, but that, then that kind of leads me to wonder, where does Chris Pine sit on the Chris rankings? So I think while his films can be up and down... Where does he sit compared to Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Pratt? 
as the Hollywood leading men there. It's a tough one. I think he's probably the best one, but I think maybe Chris Evans has the, the better films, but uh, get me, hit me up on, on social media to, to let me know your thoughts on this. So I, I have to say that I um, I'm not the biggest D&D fan out there. Um, I have certainly played it a few times, um, including, oddly enough, the for the first time in years, I played it the night after seeing this film, so whether that's something linked, I don't know. But um, but yeah, so I've played it a few times, but I've not, I don't know enough about it to be, to be what I can say, an aficionado or anything like that. Um, but I am sort of familiar enough with things that go on and what happens in it to get by in sort of a casual conversation. Um, so I'd, I'd probably say that I know more than the layman, but less than a, a real D&D fan. Um, so, you know, that being said, I don't think you really need any prior knowledge for the film. Um, it's, I think it's a pretty sort of standard, what you'd call a sword and sorcery type thing. Um, you know, wizards and paladins, as the and the, as they're called, and, and knights and that kind of thing are all kind of prevalent in it, and it's pretty much what you'd expect from that. There's enough um, jokes and sort of quips and funny lines and stuff in there to keep people who are you know less into sword and sorcery type things. Um, I think there's enough in there to keep people going and 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 such. From there, it's an interesting one because. Like I say, whilst I'm sort of have played D and D a couple of times, I wouldn't ever say that like high fantasy or anything was particularly my genre. Um, short of the Lord of the Rings films, I guess I haven't really got too much uh, too much um, exposure to it. I was always more of a sci-fi fan, as you can probably guess from the name of the podcast. Um, so yeah, I, I still enjoyed it. Um, from there, but like I say, it's perhaps not 100% where my sort of background lies in, in these kind of things. Um, I do think, like I say, there's enough, uh, I say the jokes are in there and the jokes are pretty good. It always feels like it's kind of laughing along rather than particularly at anything D&D. I feel like that would it would have been far too easy for the film to kind of poke fun at that. Um, and I don't think it ever does. So that's um, that was something I, I appreciated, I think. Um, I do think overall that perhaps this film does suffer slightly um, in the comparison to to Game Night, the, the the director's previous film, just because that one kind of came out of nowhere a little bit for me. It surprised me. At how, it was a film that I went into not expecting a lot, and it actually surprised me with how good it was. So expectations then were obviously raised for this film, which... It kind of met them, I guess, uh, uh, like a base level, but it, it didn't ever go beyond that in ways that I feel like Game Night did. Um, this one, I think, is a it's an enjoyable film, certainly. Um, there's definitely much worse films you can go and watch, but I don't think it's ever going to be something that you'll, or at least I won't come back to multiple times to watch. Um, it's definitely one that I think the hardcore... D&D fans will enjoy and I think the general audience will will get by as well with it um, but I don't think it's a, a all time classic by any means so 
that's that's kind of my thoughts on this one. Um, if you want to let me know what your thoughts were on this one, just just hit me up on, like, say, on social media. Uh, my Twitter handle is Aaron Lewis thirty three. I'm on Instagram, Last Jedi on the left. Uh, those are probably the best two places to get me. I think. In the meantime, enjoy. Keep watching good films. <laughs>